This is the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Larry Kudlow. We're trying to track down my pal, Kevin Hassett. Uh, we'll get to him. But I want to continue this uh, this conversation uh, about the budget negotiations. It's a little bit boring. I understand that. It's a, it's a little bit boring. But, you know, we don't want to default on the debt. And Janet Yellen, uh, the Treasury Secretary, who was completely unreliable, completely unreliable. She's done a terrible job. I mean, she's become this climate fanatic. She used to be pretty good Fed chair. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe she was a big lefty all the time and hit it when she was running the Fed. But she said June 1st is uh, going to be the day the government runs out of money. Now, it's interesting, this business of government running out of money. First of all, we are, uh, you know, Joe Biden keeps telling everybody, Joe Biden keeps telling everybody how he's cutting the budget deficit, which is just a complete, uh, it's a complete lie. It's a complete fabrication. It's a complete untruth. The budget deficit continues to grow. Now, look at, we have for fiscal year, hang, 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 hang with me on this. I know this is somewhat boring and I'm going to throw a lot of numbers at you. But you're talking about the U.S. government running out of money, all right? Bankruptcy. Family runs out of money. What do they do? They have to cut back on their spending. Joe Biden doesn't want to do that, doesn't want to cut a nickel out of the budget. He spent close to $6 trillion in two years, $6 trillion in two years. And even this fiscal year, FY23, we have six months in the books. Okay, it started last October 1st. So through March 30th, right, 30 days, half September, April, June, I think March 30th. um, We are running uh, about 90 billion dollars lower in revenues, tax revenues. Why? Because the economy is soft. That's why. And because. The stock market last year, the stock market last year was down close to 20%. So capital gains, realizations, right, tax rate on capital gains, well, they all plunged. There weren't any capital gains. There were big capital losses. That's one part. Corporate profits down also. Anyway, we're running about $90 billion lower in revenues against year ago. And here's the killer. Here's the killer. We are running now uh, about $350 uh, billion ahead of last year's spending. So the budget deficit already is $450 billion ahead of last year. And this only through half the year. All right, so we got uh, we got John Solomon on the line because we couldn't find Kevin Hassett. I'll hold my debt deficit thing until uh, we find Kevin, or I'll just come back later in the show. Anyway, uh, John Solomon, award-winning investigative journalist, he's the CEO and editor in chief of Just the News, fabulous uh, website, by the way. He has a new children's book out, which is very interesting, Hidden Headlines, a Seymour Clues mystery. 
John Solomon is also, as I said, investigative journalist. Nobody knows this Hunter Biden, Joe Biden shenanigans uh, better than John Solomon. John Solomon, first of all, welcome to the radio show. Great to be with you. You've, I know yeah. you've been on the TV, and I know you're a favorite of my pal Sean Hannity, but you do a fabulous <laughs> job. I, look, I, I hit Just the News every day. I look at it every oh, day, see what you're, here. you're cooking up. Give me a line or two on this. Uh, I, I happen to love uh, detective novels. So this is a a kid's <laughs> book, right? Hidden Headlines, Seymour Clues. Just give us a line or two on that one. Yeah, listen, I, I wanted to uh, give parents, grandparents, aunts and uncles a chance to kill the children something that educators aren't anymore. The Bill of Rights, why the First Amendment was first, why free speech is good, and why censorship is dangerous to America. This all born out of my experience of seeing the Hunter Biden stories that I wrote starting in 2019 be canceled and censored for a long time. And I, I realize there's a whole two generations of young adults have gone through school that weren't taught the Bill of Rights. They weren't taught free speech is essential to America. And they actually were being taught that in some circumstances, censorship could be good for a larger collective. I don't know what that means, but it's scary. So I wrote a book. Uh, there's a uh, uh, my son's hamster chunk is a newspaper publisher. He can't get his newspaper through the tubes of the hamster village because someone clogged them. And a uh, her courageous dog comes along, solves the case, and they get the newspaper out. <laughs> and the community saved from a flood. But the it's a fun story, great little images, and great characters for children. But a much larger lesson that we hope parents can pass on to their children. And as I said, you you in in the course of this book, you put in the Bill of Rights and and free speech and so forth. Yes, that's the whole idea here is to remind people that if you don't have free speech, if you censor or you clog the tubes, as the allegory is here, uh, a, a danger communities become in danger. And that's the whole moral message here. There's even a, a lesson at the end of the book. Brave books is great. They create lessons for parents to, to continue the learning experience even after the book. I went to Philadelphia last week and read, uh, read the book to hundreds of children and parents. It was such a great experience. And you could see the children very quickly as we get walked through the story, understand what was going on. They were yelling out the bad guy, uh, cheering for the tubes <laughs> to get unclogged. It was really fun to see. Wow, that's great. And so the book is out. It is. It came out this Monday. Uh, oh. US. That's where you can get it. All right. Terrific stuff. So, John Solomon, I want to turn to some of the uh, highlights or lowlights of the Biden crime family that came out this week. <laughs> and yeah. – um, I, I was especially interested, and, and we covered this on the TV show. You came on the show. Um, this judge in the Ozarks, ba- uh, Bateville, I believe it's called Bateville, Arkansas, or Batesville, right. Arkansas. This is a long stone's throw from uh, from Los Angeles and uh, Bel Air, California, where <laughs> Hunter Biden usually hangs out. But he's involved in a kind of deadbeat lawsuit. Uh, he has this illegitimate child, uh, which he didn't fess up to, but they had a DNA test, so it is his kid. His, his father will not acknowledge that he's got another grandchild. Yes. But the, the judge um, is a very tough judge in the Ozarks, and she's had federal experience. I had um, uh, Governor Mike Huckabee on, who know, obviously from Arkansas. He knows all about her. But the point is now, this judge not only is forcing Hunter Biden to be in court as they discuss uh, his deadbeat dadness, but she is demanding to see all of his financial statements, open the books on everything, all the deals, everything on the laptop computer, 
deals with China, deals with Ukraine. Tell us about this because she may succeed in um, in uh, giving the light of day to the Hunter Biden story where others have failed so far. Yeah, I think you put that just perfectly. This judge may open up uh, all the places where Hunter Biden has gotten gifts, all the places where people may have paid his bills, all the places where foreign countries gave money into an LLC, then it got it routed through three or four different things, and then comes to him or other family members. Um, there's nothing like a court order to get a, a level of transparency that we've been denied here, and certainly in Washington from Congress and, and other places. So in order to determine whether he's paying the proper amount of paternity, his lawyer says he pays $20,000 a month to this young child in Arkansas for, their, for, for her care. But the, uh, until, we, uh, until we know, the judge doesn't want to say, hey, that's the limit because maybe he's hiding income. And that's what the mother of this child believes, that Hunter Biden has been getting a lot more money, maybe some of it free as gifts, maybe some of it from foreign sources that weren't previously declared to the court. And so we're going to get a window into this. But the most interesting party may not even be Hunter Biden. It's James Comer here in Washington, the chairman of the House Oversight Committee. He very well may subpoena all the records that go to the court mm. so that we they can learn more about the cash flow that uh, Hunter Biden has as he, as he was running some of those foreign um, foreign business deals. Uh, so, John Solomon, let me get this right. You're saying that uh, Jim Comer, who, who runs the Oversight Committee, do, he's another smart guy, uh, Will subpoena the records that come from the Batesville paternity's uh, case? He he can. Yes. Yes, he can. I don't think I knew that. I don't think I knew that. That's very interesting. Powers is a wonderful thing. Wow. Wow. So anything that surfaces in that courtroom, he can bring into his committee. That's a, that is a strong possibility. Of course, at the end of the day, judge will decide what to make public or not make public, but. Uh, the Washington uh, investigative committees have been looking at Hunter Biden often stunted in their ability to get records and information right now. Some witnesses are cooperating. Uh, James Comer on my show this week said, hey, I'm worried about witness tampering. I'm seeing threats to some of my witnesses. Well, this may be an end round around some of the blockades that have been erected in Washington. This judge may give a level of visibility into Biden Inc. Mm. that we have yet to have. Right, right. Well, when I saw that stuff, I jumped all over it. Um because that you're that's but I didn't know that Comer could pull that in. Boy, that's that would change a lot, right yeah, there. That would. would change a lot. And she's a pretty um, smart and tough judge. That's why the Ozark influence is so interesting to me. Yes, listen, down in Arkansas. What's her name? Holly, Holly, some or other. Yes, I said a tip of my tongue too. Now I just was reading it, just uh, some of the rulings a little bit ago, but. A, a, a judge with a good record yep. and believes in transparency. Listen, the best way for these uh, paternity cases is for parents to be open. And I think there's a feeling that Hunter Biden hasn't been as transparent as the judge wanted or as the mom deserves. And I think at this moment, um, it's going. there's going to be a, some revelations we haven't seen before. The most interesting thing is that Hunter Biden's high-powered attorney here in Washington, one of the best attorneys in Washington, Abby Lowell, mm-hmm. former criminal division chief, he went to this last hearing. That tells you that the Hunter Biden team sees this as more than a paternity case. If this can open up new windows into uh, his income and his revenue and his business schemes that Congress could look at, I'm pretty sure that's why Abby Lowell went down to Arkansas with Hunter Biden. Yeah, you bet. Very. I mean, it, it's a great story in a way, not only because and, – and Abby Lowell is, as you say, a well-known criminal lawyer, but um, yeah. uh, Hunter says he doesn't have any money, but – 
He's living in a mansion in Bel Air. He's got some <laughs> of the highest priced lawyers in the country. Uh, yes. And he's got a whole record or, or a hidden record of, of financing. So, all right, that's going to be very interesting. Um, the other thing, John Solomon, that may or may not be related to this, there was a story, I, I think it was the Washington Post, that uh, the U.S. attorney in Delaware and the grand jury that's been meeting for five years may arraign Hunter Biden. They may charge Hunter Biden uh, soon, this week, next week. I don't know. What, what do you know about that story? Yeah, so uh, my sources close to the Hunter Biden camp say that they expect the resign to the fact that he's about to be indicted by federal prosecutors by U.S. Attorney Weiss in Delaware, the man who was appointed in 2019 to investigate all things Hunter Biden. Uh, they expect it to be predominantly tax charges, uh, but there may also be a charge related to uh, false statements on a gun application, federal gun application. And uh, the sign that this was coming is that uh, a week ago Wednesday, Hunter Biden's lawyers met at the Justice Department. This is usually called the Hail Mary meeting, where mm. just before prosecutors make a decision to uh, seek an indictment, the defense team comes in, especially when you have a high-powered lawyer like Abby Lowe, and they try to make a case. Don't indict us. Here's what we would say. Here's how we do it. Let's make a deal. Uh, that meeting didn't apparently go very well. And as a result, I think the uh, Hunter Biden team is resigned to being uh, indicted in the next in the next few weeks. I think they, they think it will be before the end of the month. Of course, no one knows what a grand jury will do until it does it. Uh, but I think uh, the, the defense team definitely has uh, an ominous feeling that something is going to happen very soon. What, uh, John Solomon, what might the charges be? Well, if you believe the newspapers, the Washington Post described uh, a tax of uh, one tax evasion charge, two misdemeanor charges uh, related to late filing of taxes, and then one false statement on a government document. I'm hearing from other people there could be some more tax charges. It may not just be that. Uh, the Hunter Biden defense team is worried that there could be a few more. Let's keep in mind, when we got the laptop and we authenticated something I did in, in late 2020, the uh, you see these emails where Hunter Biden is being told in 2017, right as Donald Trump's about to become president, uh, from one of his business partners who handled his tax affairs, Hunter, you never declared $400,000 of income from Ukraine, that mm. famous natural gas company, Burisma. It's mm. Now, three years later, we got to get right on that. We here and the, and the uh, Biden uh, team, so they really didn't resolve those tax matters until 2022 when you paid more than $2 million in back taxes and fines and penalties. So those are the sort of things that, that could lead to a tax evasion charge or some other tax offense. And I think that's uh, what the uh, Hunter Biden team currently fears is about to happen. Well, one of his fancy lawyers, this Hollywood lawyer, Morris, I think his name is. Yeah, yeah right. Kevin he, Morris, yes. He, so Kevin Morris paid $2 million worth of back taxes. That's what the Hunter Biden legal team has. Yeah, that's what they have announced. They announced that last year. So, John, my thought, though, by the way, um, that is a gift, and that is a taxable transaction. So Hunter's got to pay that tax. I mean, that's going to be in the mix. Right, unless it was a loan, which we don't know the terms. They've been very hush-hush about exactly how that deal went down. That's exactly why you see the mother of his child in Arkansas inquiring, which is, hey, $2.9 million. That, that, that adds to a picture I don't have, and I want to know about that. And so mm-hmm. that's why these cases are also very much intertwined. And while this is going on, a more dramatic behind-the-scenes effort is going on. An IRS criminal investigator who supervised the team 
that conducted the Hunter Biden investigation. He, he has been granted whistleblower status both by the Justice Department Inspector General, the chief watchdog of the Justice Department, and the House Ways and Means Committee. That's very significant. Normally, IRS agents can't talk about any tax matters that they're sealed by law. This tax uh, uh, well-respected criminal investigator has gotten whistleblower status, and he's now going to be able to tell Congress what he alleges was a political interference operation that kept him and the FBI from bringing uh, tax charges earlier. Mm. That testimony could come as early as this week. It'll be behind closed doors originally. Mm. Then the Ways and Means Committee could vote that out. But you may not just have an indictment, which would be historic for a presidential son, you may also have the beginning allegations of a cover-up under the Biden Justice Department. All right, John, i got to take a commercial break, but I hope you can stick around. We've got a lot more to cover. I just want to say John Solomon, award-winning investigative journalist, and uh, his newest book, a uh, children's book called Hidden Headlines, A Seymour Clues Mystery, just out hot off the presses and, of course, his fabulous website called Just the News. I'm Kudlow. We'll be right back. Larry Kudlow. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. We're talking to John Solomon, award-winning investigative journalist and um, purveyor of the terrific website Just the News. He has a new book just out. It's a children's book called Hidden Headlines, A Seymour Clues Mystery. But nobody has covered the... Um, the various Hunter Biden scandals, uh, as well as John Solomon. John, one other thing that popped up this week, this um, potential, I know it's all allegations. Right. But Chuck Grassley, Senator Grassley, he was a very crusty guy, and I don't think if there was no there there, I don't think he would be involved yeah. with this. But anyway, this is a potential pay-for-play bribery scandal, uh with respect to vice then Vice President Joe Biden. What can you tell us about that? Yep. So uh, Senator Grassley been in the Senate for more than four decades. He has been a champion of uh, whistleblowers. And he says that one or more whistleblowers from the FBI came forward recently and divulged to the Senate that back in the summer of 2020, six months before the presidential election, in June 2020, the FBI and FBI agents, while interviewing one of their confidential human sources, an informant, learned of a pay-to-play scheme. This informant made an allegation that Joe Biden was involved in trading policy for money to him or his family. Uh, it came in, and there is grave concerns that it wasn't seriously investigated. It wasn't looked at, and it got put in an icebox and, and went away. And so he has now, uh, because he's in the minority in the Senate, joined forces with the aforementioned James Comer, the House uh, Committee Chairman, who has subpoena authority. And on Thursday, working together, the Senate Republican and the House Republican, they issued a subpoena compelling uh, FBI Director Chris Ray to produce all records of this contact, this confidential human source contact, making an allegation that Joe Biden, not Hunter Biden, but Joe Biden, was involved in the pay-to-play scheme. Now, confidential informants come in all the time with information. Not all of their information turns out to be true. Christopher Steele, former MI6 agent, that mm. sometimes gave very good information to the FBI that resulted in some arrests and some corruption cases. But he also gave us a Steele dossier, which turned out to be mostly uncorroborated or actually debunked information of Russia collusions. Evaluated, investigated, and then they make a decision whether to proceed Grassley's concern isn't whether or not the information is true. We'll find that out as well, that the FBI may never have taken the time 
to even look at the information and evaluate mm. whether the man running for president had a criminal problem. And this, um, I don't know, I read someplace, it's not China, it's another country. It's Ukraine. Yes, Ukraine. I'm sorry, I should have mentioned that. Yes, it's Ukraine. Right. Everything keeps coming back to Ukraine. That's where the Hunter Biden and Joe Biden scandal began. Of course, it took us to China, Russia, and other places. But at this moment, it seems to be coming backwards to the, its origins point, which was the 2014 time frame when Hunter Biden got hired by a Ukrainian gas company that our own State Department considered crooked. Mm. And uh, Joe Biden goes and gives a speech in, in Ukraine. And uh, natural gas, a lot of people think those two things are connected. All right, John Solomon, great rundown. We appreciate it very much. And, folks, don't forget the book, A Seymour Clues Mystery, called Hidden Headlines. I'm Cudlow. We're going to take a break. And we have found Kevin Hassett, and he'll show up on the other side of the break. Please stick around. Much more to do today.